0: having a purpose and a reason to wake up and hustle every day and keep fighting for it, it's worth it because the thing that you're putting into market is helping your local community. You're literally changing lives. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do that. And you could argue if you're selling widgets or something that they make people's lives a little better, but it's nothing like helping someone live five extra years. Welcome to the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast, where we'll share our insights on how to make more money, how to help more people, and how to be a better leader for your business and your community. We've been in this game since 1992, and we'll share our successes and failures along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe.
1: Hello, Matt. Rick. Good afternoon, sir. Okay, glad to have you back in my Beats Lab. Beats Lab. Yeah, I'm just giving you a couple minutes here. We got training going on this week.
0: I know um, it's been really busy, and uh, you know, after our 31 years or 31 ways to ruin your business, <laughs> after 31 years in business, um, then I had I think Jesse on from Just Fitness Staffing, I think last week. So. Yeah, it's always good to get back in the studio with you. Yeah, man. What you got going on today? Well, first you got to do dad jokes. Well, it was funny you mentioned that because... Uh, <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> do you remember when plastic surgery was like really taboo? Yes. Well, I mean, now you mentioned Botox and nobody raises an eyebrow.
1: <laughs> Hopefully you didn't read this one because I have used this already. What do you do with an elephant with three balls? I don't know. Walk them and pitch to the rhino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it.
0: All right. So, today, um, short and sweet, man, I think with all these franchise candidates, so to, to set this up for listeners, we just had what we call Discovery Day, which is the last step in the sales process. We had seven groups here, yeah, all kinds of dynamic fantastic. people. Yeah, man. Uh, really smart people. People with IT backgrounds, people that play the NFL, people that have run other companies, um, just just really, you know, a guy who had exited a big construction business, just really, really sharp individuals, a guy who worked for uh, w- with Gary Vaynerchuk and represents yeah. a lot of, yeah, I mean, just awesome. Yeah, super cool group. And what's interesting in franchising is, if you don't know about it, you would assume that someone that's looking at a fitness franchise would be looking at, if they were looking at anything else, it would be a different fitness franchise, right? Right. And that's not always the case. Like sometimes we have people that are looking at us and they're looking like a home services, like a roofing business or gutters, or, I mean, just name it like anything, yeah. right. You know, outdoor lighting. I mean, we've had some like mm-hmm. direct competitions and I think the investment threshold was kind of similar for, for us and them. So it's really interesting because, you know, I think if you're just in fitness, you think of just you against other fitness competitors, but in franchising, that's a separate business altogether. Yeah. It's like you against other investment opportunities. And that's way you have to look at it. So as we were describing it to these guys, it got me thinking, like, what's so cool about being in the fitness business? Um, and we can talk about the business reasons why it's cool as an investment, and then also just why it's a good business to be in overall. Sure.
1: I'm sure the investment's probably the first one. Right?
0: It is. I mean, I think, look, to, to get to a franchise structure, to even launch a franchise, the first thing that you have to solve is can people get return on the investment? Right. Yeah. So can they make money with this business model? Yeah. Once you solve that, then it becomes about what's a day in the life look like? What's my staffing going to look like? What are the things, you know, is it brick and mortar? Or is it just a, you know, a franchise where I just have like a home office and then I go out to people's homes? I mean, there's a lot to consider around what you want to do around the day in the life of, but to your point, all has to start with, can I get return on investment?
1: Is this going to make any money or not? It's kind of important.
0: Yeah. I mean, like a lot of the folks that we have, they're not leaving their day jobs, right? So this is something they're going to invest in. And it's going to be their objective to hire and lead really good people to be their operating partners in the business. Um, that's going to be their main objective. So um, they don't have to be fitness experts. You know, they don't have to be in the business. They're not going to like go in there and service revenue per se. But there's still like altruistic reasons why you would want to get into fitness, I think, too. Right.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, so I just have three things. It probably won't take five, ten minutes. You know us. we will string it out to 45. But um, number one is that everyone needs it. And what I mean by that, so this is top three reasons why I think fitness industry is cool. So everybody needs it. Now, what I mean by that is I don't think there's anyone um, in this day and age that doesn't think that exercise and eating well will put you in a better place or that you'll have a better life span, place, span, quality of life or anything if you exercise. I don't think that's lost on people. Would you agree?
1: No, if anything, it's every day. So there's new evidence that supports it, right? I mean. Now the latest is they're finally figuring out that muscle mass is a, <laughs> is a big deal, right? Yeah. It used to yeah. be just weight. Now they're actually paying attention to some more of the body composition overall.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I've got some good guests coming up on the podcast that are not necessarily our normal format. We'll be doing them, you know, via Zoom. But um, these are uh, like aging experts that are gonna that I'm going to bring on to talk about exactly that. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we seeing around muscle mass and Like that should be in some people's estimation, like a a marker, like blood pressure and and other things that we measure because it's so critical Mm -hmm. to to lifespan. Right. And health overall. Um, As a matter of fact, you know, I've heard someone state like we don't even have an obesity crisis. We have like a muscle mass crisis. Right. Because those two things are so closely related that if you get your lean mass up, it's so much harder than to be truly obese. Um, you know, because of metabolic reasons and all kinds of other issues. So I can't wait to to talk about those folks. But I think to your point, everyone needs it. And whatever that exercise is, obviously, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. And some people think oh, I'm going to start jogging or I'm going to go walking. And I would say if you're doing nothing, that any of those things would be better than nothing. Would you agree?
1: Yeah. First, it's jogging. It's a silent J. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> like, I, wait, wait. something is better than nothing. I mean, it definitely is. Top of mind awareness to everybody now. It's something they teach. And it's like I see in my kids, even in school, they're being taught kindergarten about, hell, I think my five year old's doing yoga. I mean, (laughs) oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, they think it's really cool.
0: (laughs) Well, and like I think, you know, when people then, then, and we've covered this before, but like the next question would be like, okay, it's a great business to be in because the first reason is everyone needs it. Now we are very niched down into who we go after. And a lot of that's based on price threshold because of the service that we offer. Mm -hmm. So we're not saying that we're for everyone. I'm just saying that it's not lost on people. We're not selling a concept that's brand new, like, hey, here's a cutting edge thing that you've never heard of that can help you with anti-aging and living longer and feeling better and and losing weight and all that. Everyone understands that exercise is good. Everyone knows they need to do it, right? I I would think of anything like what we offer as a brand promise, which is accountability and specificity to the individual. The accountability piece might be the most important thing that
1: we do. For
0: sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because like listen, everybody knows they need it. Uh, that's 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 a fact. So only
1: like twenty percent of the people in the freaking world are doing it. <laughs> well, exactly, you know, and less. so and the more information that comes out, and
0: when you look at like everyone needs it, you know, we start to say, well, coming out of COVID, you know, will there be a rebound and, and more people leaning into fitness? And finally, I think it's you know, it's you always joke about like, is it too early, too early, too soon? But I think now we're starting to see that people are now saying, listen, if the biggest risk factors around something like a COVID, right, were obesity, blood pressure, heart disease, Mm -hmm. all basically driven by obesity, essentially, at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, a lot of them are. And now you're starting to see that even big pharma, like, you know, Pfizer used to be like, hey, get vaccinated. And now it's like, hey, here's a treatment. So vaccinated or not, if you have these pre-existing conditions, which you could affect by exercising and eating well, right? Um, you would be much less at risk than someone that that is affected by those things. And, and unfortunately for everyone that is pro pharma, there has not been a pill invented yet that can do anything that exercise can do. So everyone needs it. The message is loud and clear. It's only getting more. And if you want to niche down even more, even our message about what we're doing for fitness is even more prevalent than ever, especially as it pertains to anti-aging.
1: Yeah, definitely feel good about what you're bringing to the market.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, So everybody needs it, first reason. Now, the second reason is more business-related, which is that it has subscription-based income. If you are in a business like uh, food, as an example, um, you have to make sales every day, right? If you do projects, like if you put pools in or you build decks or you do roofing or you do a gutter job, you got to be out selling all the time, selling new projects and then servicing them. Mm -hmm. With us, depending on the model you have in fitness, you sell it once, and then you just have to back it up with a good service, which that's where the value proposition sure. comes in. Right. And so I think any business, um, a subscription based income or revenue model is the best model to have. Would you agree?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it does what it allows us to do what we want to do, which is keep every you know interaction relational and not transactional We're not always asking for money.
0: Yeah. Good point, because it's not you know, a sale every day. And we talked about, yes, you're always selling, getting people to change habits, but literally a transactional sale is only happening in our business once. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. Yeah. And then the money goes away. It's in their budget. And then we just have to get down to the business to of providing that thing. value. Yeah. yeah. And I was listening to a business podcast and I, gosh, I listened to so many it's lost on me now, but it was probably a couple of weeks ago. And the guy was in a business where they do mostly sales. So it's mostly a sales based business. And he was talking about just different techniques to get a small percentage of your business to be on subscription, right? It's like, oh, so you sign up for this thing. And I forgot what it was, but he was comparing it. He didn't use fitness because he was using like SaaS, like software as service as everything that could be subscription and how much stronger that business model was in general. And his business was not that way, but he was offering creative ideas on how to at least create 10, 15, 20% of your business to be subscription, that's how powerful it was. And it was a giant company. So if people that are that savvy and good at business understand the value of subscription-based business, why would you not buy a business that was 100% prescription-based, you know, or subscription-based, sorry, prescription-based sales. I mean, all <laughs> up, Some kind of ex Um, Why would you not buy a business that did that?
1: right yeah i mean i don't I mean everything is gone to that everything you buy whether you're on amazon you know netflix you know fitness is was probably there early on with memberships now in personal training obviously we, we took it there a long time ago we used to be just buying sessions now a subscription you can even look at like food stuff there's like food box services you can pay yeah. ten dollars a month and you get like you know versus always trying to Keep hitting you up and do sales. or hoping you're going to buy right, this. Right, so right.
0: Selling those hamburgers. It's like, hey, get on the subscription base. Like they're all every business wants subscription based income. Period. Yeah. So the fact that we have it inherently is a massive check in the plus box for the business model of fitness. And if you're in fitness, you you've got it. You've got it good, you guys. You just have to like sell it once and then back it up with great service, and you're solid. But it, you're lucky to be in a business where you get reoccurring income
1: like that. Yeah, which. I mean, could say it's almost easier for the consumer, really. I mean, like don't worry about it. Pay the thing, I know what I'm getting each month and I've gotta go do it. I don't have to <laughs> Right. Worry about if I have any more sessions or do I buy more sessions.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean we talk about in your previous statement, you talked about keeping the relational keeping it keeping it relational versus transitional subscription based you know, fitness is a great way to do that because you make the one sale and then the money kind of goes away. It's in the background. And then what you're talking about on the daily basis is not how many sessions someone's has left. And I've been through this, so I can speak to the differences, but you're not selling all the time, right? You're just like doing fitness and the, and the money disappears. And that's what you want. I remember having a, you know, when we first started, because there wasn't like CRM or, I mean, there was no like internet. It was nuts. So I <laughs> shut up, Matt. <laughs> He's like, oh my god! Yeah, can you imagine a world with no internet? That's what it was like. I can't either. I don't remember it, but I do remember some of the things that we had to do, and I remember how awkward it was because we were constantly making sales. And if we sold a ten pack or a twelve pack or a twenty pack, when that was up, you had to then, you know, you had to make another sale every yeah. single time, right? And it was just like, what are we doing? Like, and heaven forbid, the person had got had some shaky news at work. Or maybe they had fallen off the wagon for a minute. And that happens in fitness, right? Like people are they're on and off. It's a journey, of course. And heaven forbid you caught them on a day when they were feeling a little bit down about their fitness or, or whatever. And they weren't valuing it as much. And you're asking them for another couple of grand or whatever that was. It was, it was a tough sale, And you had to do it a lot. And, have, you know, maybe they had canceled a session and they had one less than they thought they did. And, man, it was just as we progressed out of that, we started financing bigger patch, packages. And then we're just like, listen, let's just go monthly.
1: Right, so overview. Looking at that from an investor standpoint, definitely big bonus subscription base. You don't want to have to hire super killer salespeople all the time. Slash, always you're worrying about like, did we get the next sale for revenue? We can make you know know what's coming month over month, right?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. It's predictable, predictable revenue, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our model, you know, we really lean on retention as our thing. And so for us, even more so, it's like ramp and then hold. Right, and hold just means like just. Do the thing that you're promising to do and you're going to be just fine. Take care of the people. Yep. And then lastly, I have uh, do good. And so, you know, the business, what does the business actually do? Because there's a lot of ways to make money. And I think, I think sure, like someone having a new roof or some new gutters or whatever is amazing. But I mean, it's so easy to connect the dots between the purpose that your business has with fitness because it's very I mean, it's very clear, right? And so if you want a business that does good and makes money, it's a great industry to be in. And, and, you know, like there's the same business mechanisms as any other business. It really is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like it's all fun and and service all the time, but there's going to be days when you're like, wow, this is a hard business. I mean, being an entrepreneur is difficult, whatever that is. And, you know, having a purpose and a reason to wake up and hustle every day and, and keep fighting for it, it's worth it. Because the thing that you're putting into market is helping your local community You're literally changing lives, right?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, there's a lot of ways to do that, and you could argue if you're, you know, selling widgets or something that they make people's lives a little better, but it's nothing like helping someone live five extra years or have them be able to go on a trip with their family that they couldn't have gone on. Um, You know, one of the brands that we worked with for a long time, one of their taglines, I thought it was brilliant, and it's always stuck with me, which is um, changing the self-esteem of the world. Right? I just loved that. I really did. If they hadn't thought of it told it to me i'd love to steal it but I, I thought it was brilliant i really did because that's kind of what you're doing you know i mean if you all think right. about what fitness does it it that's what it does for someone like it, it might not be bikini body or it might not be triathlete or world-class mountain climber or whatever the heck someone's into but you can't say in any way shape or form that if someone doesn't feel better about their fitness overall and their capabilities their body and the way they look i mean maybe all that together right that that doesn't help their self-esteem and what better purpose than that in life than to like lift people up. Right. Yeah.
1: Like you hit on it. It's literally so many different parts of their life, whether it's their job, their family, you know, going on vacations and being able to hike up to the top of the mountain, how many success stories we got that, you know, literally having the confidence to stand up in front of people and present because you feel good about the way you look. I mean, you're making a difference in your community.
0: Yeah. Big time. And, and, and then for us, you know, we, we are, you know, hustling our butts off right now. It's a lot of work. You know, we have a long way to go, but I think we're doing really good work. And then at the core of it all, I think for all of us, even though we don't talk about it on a daily basis is this, right?
1: Yeah.
0: It's like we can help an entrepreneur realize their dreams. That's pretty awesome. So someone will say like, Hey, I've always had a dream of owning my own business. I've worked big corporate. There's no purpose in this for me. It's a big company that makes that does cellular service. That's great. But it's a big company. I don't really know what I'm doing, how it fits in the bigger scheme. They can easily grab onto something like this. So we can give that person a vehicle and a mechanism to help them realize their dreams. Right. Mm -hmm. And then passes straight down through to their consumers with all the things that you said, which is like, we're literally going to change lives for the better. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. So again, just spawned by the thought of selling fitness to people in the room that are looking at things other than fitness. It's like, The three things, everybody needs it. So it's not going anywhere. And if you find your niche within that, you're going to do just fine. As long as you build the right machine to service that we've been doing it for 31 years, check second subscription-based income. Amazing for the business model. Allows you to keep relational relationships instead of transactional. Mm-hmm. Every other business is trying this. Ours is just all subscription, which is amazing, right? And then lastly, the business has a major league purpose. I mean, you to get up and hustle and work hard every day, like to have a why that's that big, it's very compelling. And this is not hard to figure out what that why is on a daily basis. For sure. To help, you want to buy a franchise? Two. Give me two. Give me two. <laughs> right. take, give me two. <laughs> take a ticket, man. Take a ticket. <laughs> all right, guys. Appreciate you. Peace. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, check us out at alloyfranchise.com for more information on the Alloy systems. Also, leave us a five-star review
1: so we can spread the good word and help more people.